Oh, first sips. They mean something. Boop, pop, pop. Ooh, man. Nice shoes. Those not... are those ones that you can't tell you're wearing? These are new. Oh, okay. But they're, but yeah, they're the same different brand, style. too, though? I think they're the same brand. These are, the, these are my Atoms shoes. And I only wear them on special occasions, and they'll last me until they're way out of fashion. Hey guys, welcome back. We're going to continue our rant about art schools, mm. and we're going to now present the cons of going to art school. Last time we presented the pros. Last time we presented the pros of art school. Yeah, I just said that. But I'm trying to finish the sentence here. Oh. Last time we presented the pros of art school, but we had an <laughs> awful lot of revelations yin -yang. of our biases. An awful biases. lot of yin-yanging. Yeah, yeah. An awful lot, a, a, an awful lot of, of lousy yin-yanging. When, when Way the too much yang in this Okay, yin. when the counterpoint of the yin-yang symbol, when the counterpoints within it start to grow into absurd proportions, it means that you're not really we will sticking display with the yin yang. Our yin yang on screen. <laughs> I know what we're looking at. I'm gonna well, I'm gonna design this logo. I think everybody can imagine it in their head. Yeah. Just make the, the black circle way bigger. That's it. That's the whole That's right. Thing. And then just leave the other one yeah, empty. It's the same. <laughs> yeah. We let's start but, with our concept. Well the degree the degree thing is both of us I I think have the same opinion is that you don't need a degree to be successful in art. You <laughs> can be useful. Wait, am I understating this? Yeah, yeah you are. You're understating. I'm understating. Okay. But, you're, 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 but you're speaking the truth. Oh, well, that's go, how go I ahead. do it. Speak the truth. Let's, let's ask this question. Who cares about the degree? Who, who does? cares? Yeah. Who, 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 There's a lot of people. Your parents care. Parents care about the degree. <laughs> I can yeah. cite those two people that I'm close enough to. They care about the degree. Your parents probably care. They will probably care. There's another entity that cares very much. It's the school. Right. The school cares that you carry through with it. So school cares about you getting a degree. Yep. Who else cares, Stan? The U.S. government. How does the U.S. government care? Um, well, I've heard that if you're coming from like Europe or anywhere not the United States and you're trying to work in the United States and you're trying to get a visa, you kind of have to have a degree or it helps. I don't know. I don't <laughs> well, know the exact that rules. scholarly. <laughs> Wait, you're, you're you've you've kind of heard. I kind of heard. <laughs> is it, oh, but, is it true? Own research, people. Is it true? That to get a visa to come to this country that you need to have it helps a lot it really yeah. helps and it depends on where you're coming from if you're coming from russia it doesn't freaking matter what you have because they're not going to give you a visa oh which really is what we found out we're really? trying to bring an artist from russia who is amazing one of the best artists alive really ivan loganov yeah there's there's like no and it's because they don't have a degree he does have a degree but it doesn't matter he also has a lot of awards, yeah, like official government awards, and like, like he he is a, a top performing artist, which has a separate visa uh, channel. Like if you are someone of extraordinary skill and talent or something, yeah. or extraordinary ability, that like there's another type of visa you can get, and he didn't even qualify for that. Well, this it's is off topic, like, but this is interesting. What, yeah, what did he, what did he need? <laughs> I don't know. We, we're it got declined. Without really much detail uh -huh. about why. And now we have to figure out, okay, well, how do we improve this application? 
but just trying to make it hard but on him because he's Russian. It just seemed like everything was like perfect. And yeah, it's like, international nope. politics do matter. Yeah. Uh, I mean, it's, yeah. it's Russia. They're just declining. They don't want people coming in from Russia. At all. That's okay. what I'm assuming. My parents said the same thing that, I mean, th my parents are very close with the Russian community mm -hmm. here in San Diego. And, and, you know, there's always people trying to bring their family back into the United States. Mm -hmm. And just over the past few years, like everybody's just getting declined. Huh. Yeah. Okay. That's like, yeah. impossible. You even like some people have been hiring lawyers that know the entire process. And it's just like, it still doesn't go through. But I'm, I'm, <laughs> I want to see if we get it back to this thing of it, it wouldn't have helped if he had had more degrees or a different kind of degree. Probably not. That's He's still Ivan, from right? Russia. We've just uh, yeah. we've presented a pro that ends up not uh, presented a, a value of having a degree that doesn't always yeah. pay off. But from other countries, it might be helpful. It, like it definitely would be more helpful than if he if he doesn't help have a degree at all right like you, you have much higher chances sometimes it might i think it might even be required yeah but i i don't know like laws also change and yeah depends on where you're coming from now who here's who else cares who else schools cares? are going to hire you who schools that are going to hire you colleges care that you have a degree they want you to have a bachelor's degree and a master's degree and if you can get even beyond that uh that increases your value in academia there's no question about that you get paid more, yeah. and when there was an opening at a college I teach at, where a hundred and I think it was a hundred and seventy-four applicants, they chose one. They chose a good They chose a, a good teacher at the community college, but hundred and seventy-three of them all got turned down, and uh, almost all of them had master's degrees. I, I probably all of them had master's degrees. They wouldn't have uh, applied for the position if they didn't. So that is one of those mm. hurdles one of those gauntlets now yeah. you mentioned companies yeah some companies um can you name no, one um i have heard <laughs> <laughs> is it a is it a famous company that everybody knows yes yeah and, and this, i heard this from the three-point perspective podcast i understand um they you know, were talking about it so yeah and, and I, i'm assuming it's true because they were telling their personal story it was with ibm Oh, which IBM, is not an art company. They yeah. don't do art, but obviously they hire artists. They yeah. have to. I mean, they have advertisements they do and they art is everywhere. Yeah. They have to have some artist positions somewhere, right? Yeah. Product design, whatever. It's a company that is has a very corporate culture. Mm -hmm. They don't understand what makes a good artist. And mm -hmm. so they have rules where you need to have a degree. That's the last area that I would say that there's a value in an art degree, it's to people who are outside the profession. Yeah. Outside the industry, they don't know how it works, and it's a badge. Yeah. And so, see, I earned this badge. Oh, okay, well, you earned that badge, then we'll listen to you. But if you're applying for a job in the art industry, like, you know, a gaming company, they sometimes put degree required but it might not really actually matter ah because i have too many stories to tell if you have a if you have a portfolio that is by far better they're, they're not going to decline it also just depends on who the, if the guy hiring is just a stick stan th <laughs> this, this is this is something i know too much about 
I, I could, I'm, you know, there might be a hundred oh, instances. Oh, perfect. If only you had a podcast to share your knowledge yeah. about this. I want to step out of this and then look into it as a critic. And I think we've done pretty badly. And what? Here's why. Here's why. God, Marshall. We had art school, the value of art school, art school pros, really yeah. pros and cons. Okay. And almost every pro that we offered we had to dig the counterpoint into it. Yeah, but, yeah, but. Of course. Yeah, but the structure was supposed to be prose. <laughs> just period. Just don't don't add anything to it. Just That's not what you said yesterday. I talked about this yesterday <laughs> and you're like, no, yin yang. The yin yang. <laughs> you must interject. You, you must put some cons into the prose and some pros into the cons. Yin yang. Have you looked at the yin yang <laughs> I am symbol? wise. And have you seen how it's a tiny little area of counterpoint. Don't care. Not a great big blop. <laughs> no, I'm yin yang in Marshall. Okay, I'm yeah. yin yang in this we thing all the way. We have violated the Dow. All right. Well, then when we go through the cons, we must we must put some pros into each one. Mm, Let's just try. Well, yeah, Let's I think we've try. already we have revealed been, our we have revealed our biases so oh, sloppily. Oh, for sure. We are biased. Okay. <laughs> now, now. But we offered some pros. Then, Maybe we should just go fast. Let's do it. Let's go fast. Let's go really fast. We must go faster. You want to go fast first, or you want to? You want me to go fast first? Uh, together, we need to. No. Okay. Let, otherwise, we'll try, if I go let, too let, fast. Let's do. Let's make this interesting. Let's read it in unison. No. Art wait. School, we're reading this now. Oh, yeah. No. 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 Art no. school cons. Art school cons doesn't, doesn't guarantee a career. Marshall yeah, reads Marshall, from what wait, 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 color let me, let me, is let me, a parachute? Actually, I need to take some time with this one. We read. Half a sentence. And then I interrupted him. A new record. And, yeah. And you're like, wait, wait. No, never mind. I'm going to stick with the cons. I'm going to stick with what this is about. So, okay. so my idea. I, I'm going to stick. I feel, I, be, I feel like I'm going to use our school, our school cons. That's what it is. If you don't know who Gore Vidal was, he was an influential, uh, remarkable writer that was interviewed in his old age in front of a college audience. And the interviewer said, you did not go through through university, if I'm not mistaken. And he said, you are not mistaken, and neither was I. And someone told me that Frank Zappa went to one of the big LA universities, one of the two famous LA universities, to talk to the music composition majors and told them, you're wasting your time by going to college to study this. You should just be composing music and learning music. Now, that's those are really biased opinions and there's certainly value in being a music composition major at one of those colleges. But we're talking about Gore Vidal. Uh -huh. We're talking about Frank Zappa. And we find this from one achiever after another that they tend to have biases against college. Steve Jobs was that way. I think Elon Musk is. There's, just, it, there's a whole throng of these. In fact, for the arts, I would even make it this specific. If you heard what Andrew Wyeth says that his father, N.C. Wyeth, one of the greatest illustrators of that era, uh, told him about college. It's, it's, it's uh, startling. He always said no top-notch artist ever graduated from college. And then he explains why, okay. and he had a very specific reason why, that it's a, it's a misplaced priority. I see so many students put so much energy into that art school that they simply neglect what they are there for, 
which is to get skills and network and to make their career happen. And if the school pulls them away from that, they are so intent on carrying through that they have sacrificed. They, they always get right. their degree. I mean, I've known a few people who've started college and not finished it, but almost all of them carry through. They'll go into debt to carry through. That is one of the cons, by the way, is that you're going to spend a lot of money for this degree. And so what I'd aim at is how, what is it that you're getting? We've made a list of the things that you're getting. And uh, I want to add one other thing to it is that the statistics, when you go to an art school, have you ever looked at the statistics of how many of the people who make this investment actually end up in the careers that they studied for? Well, some schools provide that statistic, but I'm not sure if it's true. Because they might be looking at like, well, this guy got like one commission after school, paid him, you know, 500 bucks. Oh, hey, he got a job. You know, I don't know what these yeah. statistics... In, in preparation for these podcasts... I've spent four or five hours with an important mentor in my life. He's 84 years old, and he has he spent about 50 years in the university uh, art art department system. And I asked him, "Are there statistics on it?" He said, "No, there's not. Uh, not that he knows of." And he said, "There's two reasons. One is that to keep those statistics would be a job. It would be expensive. You'd have to have people doing that. Who's going to gather all that data? Who's going to compile all that data?" But it's a selling point to the parents and stuff. Where That's it's like 95% of our students get a job after they graduate. That's the second reason yeah. why they, they don't compile those statistics. What? Oh, because it actually wouldn't be 95%? Yeah, it would, be, it, would, it would look bad on the school. Uh, I mean, when you now there are some schools that the statistics are going to be high. And I'm big on some schools for certain reasons. Is that you're going to increase your chances of getting into the profession if you go to this place because I've seen good results. Oh, we, there's one other con that we didn't mention. Post-graduation depression. Students feel, I have heard this over and over. I feel like I've got to start all the way from the beginning. You do. I say, <laughs> yeah, in a lot of ways, you've got to start all over from the beginning if you did not get what you needed. Yeah. And what they, what, uh, Richard says in the what color is your parachute thing is exactly it is all sorts of things confusion discouragement anger disappointment bitterness mm -hmm. uh, just the, the whole range of emotions and that can last for quite a long while yeah and I'm close to a good deal of it because I keep in contact with a lot of my students I'm going to read from <laughs> great the 2002 version it's the only one I have of what color is your parachute? This is the best-selling job wow. hunting book in the world, a practical manual for job hunters and career changers, over 7 million copies in print, all the way back in 2002. Marshall, I'd like to remind you that about 15 minutes ago, you said, let's, let's go through this quick. And I, you just got to that point. That's number one on the list, that you're gonna read through this book. I was wrong. I was mistaken. It took you 15 minutes. It's because now I'm involved. I want to read something that's important. One, four, page 140. Do yourself a big favor. 
Don't go get a degree because you think that it will guarantee you a job. No, Monami, it will not. I wish you could see my mail filled with bitter letters from people who believed such tests as you have just seen went and got a degree in that field, thought it would be a snap to find a job, but are still unemployed after two years. You would weep. They are bitter often angry always and disappointed in a society which they feel lied to them. They found there was no job that went with that degree. They feel lied to by our society and by the experts about the value of going back to school and getting a degree in this or that hot field. Now that they have costly worthless degrees and still can't find a job, they find a certain irony in the phrase, our country believes in getting a job by degrees. If you already made this costly mistake, you know what I mean. Uh, that's coming from someone whose job it is to help people get jobs and make, make career transitions. Mm -hmm. And they're pointing out that they've got tons of mail. Well, I've got tons of relationships with people who went into debt. Uh, that's the, the final thing I think we learned. This is a really expensive way. Yeah. To get well, the fact for the that profession. this is someone that helps people find jobs means that this person is all day constantly dealing with the people that are not getting jobs. Yes. So, of course, they would formulate. That is also a biased opinion. It is a biased opinion. <laughs> I'm not saying it's wrong. My opinion's I'm a biased opinion. I'm just saying it is kind of like, of course, you would. Yeah. But I'm, uh, I, I am not selling a product other than my $4 and $12 products. I'm not selling a product to try to get this. I'm trying to look at it and say, how is it? that a person gets into their profession and going to art school has advantages, but it has disadvantages. And the main one is this, you can pay a quarter of a million dollars to get a degree in a major art school and you could get a great deal of what you'd get in that art school for a fraction of that amount of money and before you make the commitment, you might want to consider whether that is something for you. God. Boy, I know. I preached. Jeez, your biases are just... My bias kind of erupted. Exploding out. Yeah. This is why I am motivated to be here to say, yeah. if that's going to happen to you, there's a way to keep it from happening. That's why I kept saying, you have to be a self-starter even if you go to school. Because that whole structure thing that we mentioned as a pro of mm -hmm. being in art school, mm -hmm. well, people just expect structure to be given to them after art school. Right. Nothing's gonna be given to you. You have to get it yourself. You just get going through this program, doop -de -doop -de -doop -de -doop, and then you fall off the cliff after you know the trail is done. You gotta make your own freaking trail. Okay. Even well, when you're in art school. We have one more section of this particular episode. It's called advice and why this podcast may help. And I think we should go through that list. We got one, two, three, four, five, six things on there. I think yeah. we should go through them really slowly and take a lot of time and elaborate on each one. Why? What do you think? No. No? Wait, hold on. I'm not done with the cons. Go back. Oh, yeah. Okay, go. <laughs> really yeah, back your turn. Your turn. I got an idea. Tell me. I know someone who hires artists. Uh, he's got a name. Hopefully. <laughs> He's got a name because you know him and I know him. Oh, you're going to go ahead and oh. say the name. I was yeah. thinking we're okay. We, you know, they, they've got non-disclosure stuff. That a person cannot speak for the company publicly. Okay. That same company that works for, I went for a walk two weeks ago with a person who's an animator there. Well, you're giving away the location. 
I told him he's a regular listener to this podcast, and I told him we were going to do this. I told him that we were going to do an art schoolist project, and I wanted to know on his team of 13 people how many of them have degrees and how many of them don't. Huh. More than half of them didn't. This is another person who works at that company that... Oh. Yeah, yeah. So and more than half don't have degrees. More than half but of he, his is, team. But is this guy, the, does he hire the artist? No, he does not hire. Okay. Call him, call him in the next episode. Now, I think we should give fair, fair opportunity to people who represent some art schools and colleges to say... How? To give their response. I, I, I don't know how. Okay. But I think that we should because both you and I are college avoiders or draw I'm I do I actually I went to college and loved it I I but you dropped out I dropped I didn't finish I didn't ever carry <laughs> through with thing. a degree I, I got my <laughs> nice yeah. way of putting it I don't mind being called a college dropout uh, but I have lived most of my life in college classes and <laughs> I, I love being there and what Andrew Wyeth said I understand why he said it about you're spending time in a classroom instead of doing the things that you need to do. But that's the, the whole thing is some classes are very designed to bring out your best work and to go out into the field and do what Andrew Wyeth was talking about. Okay. Marshall, this next section is about advice mm -hmm. for who? For students who are considering whether they should go to college or not. If you're going to go or not go, here's one bit of advice. Oh, either way. Either way. Either way. Start cheap. Start cheap. Yes. Why? What if you have a shitload of money? Well. <laughs> what? That's one of our later things. It's the next one. If your parents can pay, go. Go to art school? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Why? You're asking me, and when you're asking me, you mean you want me to answer? And if Wait, I so, answer, if your I'm parents can can pay, it mm. is better to go. Depends. Well, you're, you, that implies that the only con of going to art school is that it's expensive. Okay, there's other cons. So, do you want me to answer this question and go off on another one? Of very those? quickly, very quickly. Okay, uh, start what cheap. What do you mean by go? Here's here's first starts with start with start cheap. Yeah. Start with the internet and with community colleges. Community colleges. Whatever their reputations, community colleges are inexpensive. And in fact, the community college at which I teach now, I think that if you're right out of school, right out of high school, you get, the, you get it for free. That's what I've been told in this last couple of weeks. They, instead of 160 bucks for class, you get your education for free there. Now, here's my advice. Go ahead. Forget what Marshall just said and start with the best school in your area. Maybe the cheapest one first. The, the cheapest one might suck. And if it does, don't waste your time oh, yeah. just because it's cheap. Okay. And do your research. Ask around. Yeah. Well, it might not even be a school. We've got... It might uh, just be one person that does private tutoring in your area in his garage or in her attic. Oh, you know, Stan, we have a whole episode <laughs> devoted no, you don't to, do this to me if again. you go to art school, research <laughs> no, no. the art schools. Man, this, oh my God. we are two okay. of the, hang on a second. This is just going to be the Marshall podcast. We are two of the crappiest <laughs> teachers any, any student could ever find in the way we have presented this. We have presented a muddled Because you don't let me speak. I'm sorry. <laughs> Wait, why? I think this is interesting. I thought we were supposed to start cheap. Wasn't that the first point? I, start cheap. That's then, what you put. 
I did. I, I don't agree with everything you put in these notes. No. <laughs> don't start cheap with a lousy school. But if you can, why say, all right, I'm going to throw $100,000 at this hoping it's going to work when you could throw a few hundred dollars at it and <laughs> if see. it's not going to work. And so see if it's going to work. Maybe instead of start cheap, just start smart. <laughs> yeah. Spend smart. That's what I okay. just said. Start smart, which includes start cheap. Okay, should we move right on to the next one? If your parents can pay, go. Why? Uh, here's why. If it's a good school, your parents can pay. It's not going to be a waste of your time. Yeah. And you need the structure. Yes. Yeah. And for some reason, you really still want the degree. Um, <laughs> and you're not expecting to get a job right after it's done. Boy, you are on it. Yeah. Hey, going to art school is a privilege. If you have four years out of high school to where you've got parents who say, we are okay with putting this money into this, and you are going to go there and you are, you are protected from the savagery of the real world for four years. It's a pretend world. It's a preparation for that real world. And you get to experiment and you get to use your art education to find your style with less at stake than when you're trying to find it with, with clients. That's a privilege. It's the privilege of wealth. It's the privilege of not having to go into debt for this. I would say, yeah, if I had parents, I was out of high school, and said, choose your art school, I would do my research and I would go, and here's one of the main reasons, because having seen so many students graduate from art school, when it is good, it is a memory through the rest of your life that that was our training. That was where we hung out together. They, they, they remember it fondly. And they are forging relationships that they will work with a number of those people. So yeah, if your parents can pay, go. That's my advice. Next one is get creative to build your career. Advice, yes. You are, you are entering, <laughs> a, you are entering a, a profession where your creativity is supposed to be uh, prized. Well, what's your first creative task? Learn. Yeah, design your training. Yeah. Design it creatively. Don't the herd creativity is different from herd mentality. Herd mentality is what everybody else does. Creativity is problem solving. I got a problem. I want a good art education and I don't have the money for it. Can you be creative? You never had more resources than anyone ever imagined possible historically for having the best teachers in the world in your home. I know of a teacher who if you take his class, it would have been a it would have been a six seven thousand dollar class. And I know of students who were in that class and he often was not there because he had many other responsibilities and they can get that same teacher's teaching for a tiny fraction, one one hundredth of that actually, and they can have that teacher in their home, even if the teacher is grumpy, in real life, asleep or dead, yes, you've got this person right there in your home and you can learn from them and play it over and over. You never had more opportunities to get an ed education. So can you be creative with that? I can. I could see it as a really exciting thing to take on. So you, you you just said that there's an artist or a teacher mm -hmm. that taught at college classes mm -hmm. that didn't go to those college classes. Well, he, has no, he an was online an course yeah. that he recorded mm -hmm. that is does a better job of teaching 
that subject than he did in his personal like live class that people pay seven thousand dollars for that happens all the time in universities because of the publisher parish phenomenon and other things too the political atmospheres of a lot of, of of the most famous teachers are the ones that you will get the least out of in the classroom because they are so in demand so busy with other things mm -hmm. and so what's better to say i actually took a class with the celebrity teacher and paid eight thousand dollars for it or i got their best teaching that was canned and my friends and I hung around and studied from it together. Yeah. That's getting creative. But that's actually what our next uh, several podcasts are going to be is encouragements to you for you to be creative with these specific things. And instructions for how to make, how to recreate art school. Yeah. When you're not going to go to art school. Hey, I got an idea. Yeah. You're never going to guess this one. If you want advice about how to get your art education, go to professionals and ask them, how would you advise I do it? Ask them how they did it. Ask them, now that the world is different from when you did it, how would you do it? And get a smattering of them. In fact, you have done that. You've gone to the advice from pros more than once and put it in there. I thought that what William Stout said in your Comic-Con interviews was some of the most, I mean, stuff I'd never heard anybody say before, but there was just such sound advice about contracts. Also his pointing out one of the great things about his art school, which is that if you did it for money, if you did a job for money, it could count as credit for that school. How did you start making a living as an artist? When I was in art school, they had a, a job bulletin board art jobs would be posted on that bulletin board. One day, there was a posting, it said, we were, look, we're having a contest, we were looking for an artist to be the, to paint the first cover for a new pulp magazine called Coven 13. It was stories about witchcraft, supernatural, vampires, werewolves, well that's right up my alley. So I submitted three pieces, and one of them won. And uh, when I went to deliver the cover to the editor, I asked him, uh, what are you doing for interior illustrations? And he said, oh, the art director's doing those. I said, can I see them? And he showed them to me, they're horrible. I said, how about if I do the interior illustrations as well? They had a great policy at my art school with, in the illustration department, which was if you got any real jobs on the outside, you could turn them in in lieu of your homework. So my last two years of art school, almost everything I was turning in was real jobs. So it made that transition from school, academia, to the real world almost seamless. And in the beginning, I took almost any job that came along. I did that with a couple students this last semester. They had uh, commissions, and they we, we managed to fit them into the context of this class. They did some of the best work in the class, and it was great to know, oh, you got paid $200 for that. Oh, you got paid $300 for that. And, uh, and to work that out so that you're doing the real world stuff and getting your credit for it since you're in the class anyway, why not? If you've got a professional who has no vested interest in you at all to make money from you, and you ask them what their opinion is, that's the place I would send students. And then compile it. If everybody says stuff different, then see what they have in common, and then you start to see there's a, a pool of knowledge there. Yeah. Now, I want to recommend one particular pro that you go to, because he wrote an entire book about how he became a top-notch movie director, and it's Robert Rodriguez, and the book he wrote is Rebel Without a Crew, and it's how he became an A-list movie director from being a poor boy in Texas, and he did it for very little money, 
He sold his body to a medical research institute so that they could experiment with drugs on him so that he could get the money that he needed to buy the 35 millimeter film to shoot his movie. And while he was quarantined in there, he wrote his script. And this is not a memoir. This is his diary that he wrote so that you get to actually live the day at a time as he's going through it. Rebel Without a Crew is a great inspiration for students. I recommend to the I, I recommend to you before you go to art school, read that book. I read it in my 40s. I wish it had existed when I was 18 or 19. But I had a little of him in me anyway. I felt like if I'd read that book, I would have had more in me. This is a guy who does not get used by institutions. He uses institutions. He used his local college to have access to their equipment. He did Mm -hmm. it in a way that I think is a great model for creative young people who say, I'm going to take charge. Nobody makes you go to school once you're out of high school. If you go to school, it's your responsibility well, if you take the responsibility to say, how, I want to see how creative going to be. Robert Rodriguez is very inspiring that way. You recommended him last season. Did I? I've forgotten yeah. that I did. But now if it's twice, you know it's good. Well, Stan, every class that I teach, when students take multiple classes from me, they start to get a little weary of now he's going to make the Robert Rodriguez Rebel oh. Without a Crew book <laughs> pitch and that I'm supposed to read it and I still haven't read it. You haven't read it? No, no. The oh. students will feel guilty that they still <laughs> haven't. like, wait. But one student told me even between the, uh. Uh, between the, uh, the semesters here yeah. that she started to read it and could see why the, you know, why okay. the fuss. Yeah. We got through it, Marshall. That's the end. I, feel, I just can't believe it took that long. I feel guilty. If you, if this is episode two, that means that we were planning on one and two to be one episode and we ended up splitting it. Yeah. It was all good stuff. I think we, uh, we did a good job, Marshall. So join us for the next several episodes where we will give you advice on how to recreate art school, all the different elements we talked about. And then at the end, we're going to give you advice if you decide to go go to art school anyway yeah yeah we're gonna do that thank you for listening um yes thank you (laughs) please go to youtube and subscribe to the draftsman podcast channel the new youtube channel and uh even if you're just listening just go subscribe to the to the youtube channel anyway yeah do it now where do we go from here i'm feeling (laughs) awkward (laughs) we just keep going Drag it on. More awkward you make it, the more selling power yeah. it has. Go to TikTok and follow me. Wait, <laughs> wait, wait. Are, you, are you leaving? Oh, no. What, wait, what is it about TikTok that made you leave? I don't know. What is TikTok? He wasn't oh, ready. No. Marshall wasn't ready to unveil his TikTok profile yet. What is TikTok? TikTok is a real social network. Oh, I didn't know that. I I didn't know. I didn't know. It's like stop and go. There used to be these convenience stores instead of uh, 7-Eleven who were stop and go and they they stopped making them. So, you know, I'm, I'm, well, that's it for what we have to say for the cons of art school and the advice we have to offer. But in the next four episodes, we are going to elaborate on each one of these things. Knowledge and structure. Go ahead. Three of them are going to be advice. No. <laughs> three, three of them are going to be about helping you recreate art school. Yes. If you're not going to art school. That's exactly what they are. And one of them is going to be advice for those that go to art school. Season two, art school as project. <laughs> <laughs>
Dan, you and I are the Laurel and Hardy of art instructors. Cool. Don't know who that is. Oh, you don't I'm know who too young. I'm sorry. Yeah, they tried to move a piano and all sorts of terrible things happened. And, and uh, it's really, it's when uncoordinated. When did this happen? And this was way before either of us were born. Yeah. Okay. They, they died before you were born. So Are they as famous as like Mozart or mm. Michelangelo? Because if they're not, I don't know them. Oh, just spare this misery. Just spare this misery. <laughs> just kill Charlie, me now. Charlie, stop the video. Kill me now. <laughs> See you next time. Bye. <laughs>